Akshay and this is your host Ketan and welcome to the second episode of the Software Central. Today we'll be discussing about what kind of problems we as software engineers face and how to approach them rationally. It's going to be a three-part series in today's episode which happens to be the first part of the series we are going to discuss the problems that are often faced by the software engineers while working in teams. So today we, uh, we would tip a slight bit to the problems related to the developer side of the spectrum. In further episode of the series, we would discuss about how to build logic in a programming question, how to figure out what kind of data structures and algorithm to be used and, and so on. So what do you consider as a problem software development can range from small issues to a very large scale questions, which can be overwhelming for not only a beginner, but also for an expert engineer or a programmer. Now let's start with our first topic which is how to think in programming. So basically how you can think in programming. Programming uh, questions it can range up from very small questions to very high and complex questions. So our basic advice is, you know, break down the problem into smaller parts and then solve that smaller problem. Because if you can able to solve that smaller problem and then you can able to incre uh, integrate those modules which we have created and solved, then your main problem is gonna solve. If you're not going to do this approach, you're not going to follow this approach, you just want to solve that big problem, you can face a lot of issues while uh, building that uh, solution or building any software, anything you're working on. It's very difficult. Yeah, and uh, like solving problems in programming, it's like solving problems in uh, like maths. So you won't be able to uh, approach any kind of problem uh, when you do not have encountered such kind of problem in past. So uh, practice is the key, consistency is the key. So uh, that's why it's very important. Uh, uh, that's why experience is very much valued in the industry as well. Because uh, one may not know the exact solution to each and every problem, not even when they are expert, but they would definitely know how to find solution to that problem. So that skill is very important. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically, some of uh, my friends uh, approached me about this particular issue that yeah, I'm not able to think in programming what we'll do, what how we can do this. Uh, we are very good at maths, we are very good in school, we are very good in colleges, we are very good but we do, but we're not able to think of the logic of the programming. The logic of the programming is doesn't come very easy, you need to practice a lot, right? You need to practice DSA questions, you need to build projects, you need to do stuff so you can understand the basic uh, layout. You know, you cannot able to think directly. Uh, you're not able to say that you're starting programming now and uh, the next day you are very good in programming and you can able to think any logic. No, that's not how it works. You just need to be focused. And firstly, you need to understand how your machine is actually working. Many people don't know the difference between heap memory and the stack memory. That's a main concern for many developers these mm. days. They don't know how the machine is working actually. Yeah, and uh, like uh, what I've seen, like in most cases, what uh, we as students do is uh, we just uh, keep on expanding our knowledge instead of going into depth of a single thing. For example, uh, when you know, for example, Java. 
so it's not very much important to know each and every programming language but to get deep into uh, the one language that you know and build logic and uh, uh, like know how to use uh, different kind of data structure to solve different kind of problem what would be the optimized solution for, for a problem and why it is if you are able to get that by using one programming language then it isn't a very big deal you would be able to use uh, that kind of approach if uh, you know uh, the other programming language as well so the difficult part is to develop the problem solving skill not to know the programming language so yeah uh, prefer yeah, uh, going into deep uh, of every topic instead of just uh, having shallow knowledge of each and every topic yeah yeah i'm also guilty of this uh, one myself because i'm uh, i've uh, used to go to uh, jump to any new framework which came to my attention very quickly i don't get into the deep depth of that thing but uh, you know this one concept you need to be master in one language particularly if you may like c++ go ahead master it you need to understand how the c++ is working with your machine how actually the libraries are built which library is good in it so these uh, factors count in and matters a lot when you're building an application or if you are building in any software and any solving any problem in programming in real world it matters a lot because you have a lot of libraries who don't know how they're working uh is that library is dependent on some other library you need to know that thing these stuff make a huge difference while working on programming yeah and uh like switching to different frameworks different languages what it does is it gives you false sense of like you are progressing while you're not you're just uh like doing the same things same uh upper layer of things uh in different uh languages you're not going into the deep of anything so that is a really sabotaging factor for many of the students so that should be kept into mind so yeah yes, uh, but, now yeah but it doesn't also mean that uh, you shouldn't look for another frameworks yeah you can go and look for other frameworks we're not saying that you don't have to just master one language if you master yeah. that particular language you know how the internal system is working in the next framework you catch on is very easy to understand you will get a huge lot of knowledge about it because uh, hopefully might be like uh, some of the new frameworks like for example flutter flutter is built on c++ the skia library which they use for their graphic rendering purposes is built on c++ so if you have a deep understanding of c++ so you will be very uh, able, you have, uh, very easily to understand the flutter framework and the graphic rendering system which will uh, help you to build more uh, intuitive flutter applications yeah i mean like you right uh, i mean uh, exploring different frameworks and not only frameworks exploring different uh, like uh, niches of uh, the programming for example blockchain ai it's it's very important uh, because unless until you explore things you won't be able to know what your interest is uh, however uh, it's also very important uh, like you should weigh uh getting into deep of one thing uh then exploring all the things uh that's what i'm saying so yeah that's what we want to say that just uh, it's not that you just uh, move on to the next thing which you catch on is no stick to the one you are doing it and plus side by side parallelly you can explore the new things frameworks 
which you may like if you like it a lot then switch it to that particular framework yeah don't, definitely uh, otherwise don't yeah i mean if you like something you won't be able to push yourself to do that so if you like something then uh, you would uh, be naturally going into deep of that thing yeah, yeah. so we'll start the next topic yeah so what actual programming looks like in progra- uh, programming so we have many uh, programming issues in uh, programming like we have an integration issue feature overload there's so many problems in programming while we do like uh, we have a runtime complexities programming like we do uh, dsa some of people ask me why we are doing dsa yeah, in real world we didn't even use dss that much we don't use that algorithms which was studying we don't do competitive programming as that much no the competitive programming in dsa we are doing is for the reason because uh, right now for example you are building a system you know you are building a web website and an application which is running on a particular server right now you have a very uh, low amount of uh, users like for example 10 or 20 users so your system would be able to uh, recognize that request and serve them to very quickly but if your user base is scaling your user base is going exponentially high then your uh, algorithms your data structures are need to be optimized so that uh, every data you every query you are making on every single operation you are making on that particular data using your data structure and your algorithms which will allow you to consume less time that's why we are studying dsa it's not because just for problem solving skills yeah they also help in building problem solving skills but they also helps you to understand how actual system works and how why uh, the optimization is necessary yeah and uh, like different frameworks come and go different languages come and go it depends on uh, uh, like which era you live in uh, what kind of language would you would be using you would be changing a lot of frameworks and languages throughout your career but if your basics are clear if you know how to approach a problem how to uh, you have great problem solving skills that are built upon the data structures and algorithms then you would be able to master each and every one of them it won't be a very big issue for you yeah, yeah because every uh, language every single framework has a similar concepts for example apis are going to be same the rest apis they have only the same status codes the uh, back end system is almost same there's no uh, new uh, ad, uh, new advancements in that particular front the concepts are going to be same the uh, the major new advancements will be like new concepts will be launched new frameworks will be going to add the things will get more easier to work with yeah. that's what we are going is the syntax might get more easy more uh, easy or maybe get more complex to understand that's maybe a thing which you are concerned about but the concept the underlying concepts will gonna remain the same so and yeah and on the building those concepts is most important and the most difficult thing yeah yeah i agree with you nakshe on that front so uh, we have many uh, things like uh, integration issues now for example you're working with a framework and uh, you are connecting your one library to another for example in flutter uh, if you are connecting uh, in any library you need to add your uh, dependency into the pubget.yaml file so that pub.yaml file uh, will hold your all the dependencies now how they are integrating with those so that's a main concern those issues will arise for example the uh, li- the framework is updated 
but your dependency is not updated according to the framework so there will be an integration issue which you can face at that point on particular time yeah and like these integration issues uh, become larger and larger as your application uh, the size of your application the scale of your application grows because uh, like you won't be able to code each and every single module each and every single feature that you want there would be a third party library for that uh, that's already there so you would want to integrate that uh, library into your uh, own application so when that happens uh, there are many integration issues that one faces yeah yeah and uh, like one of the major problems that uh, like as i mentioned large scale applications face is feature overload so like for example a client uh, we are building some application for a client then that client would uh, want to have a lot of features in that application however increasing the feature would means decreasing the user experience uh, i mean uh, if there are lot of features crammed into one single thing then uh, it may slow down uh, many core functionalities of the application and hence it's very necessary to know how to optimize uh, while having all those features in the application yeah uh, you are saying very correctly alakshya right for example you are building an application and your application has many features for example there is a chatting application have you seen uh, i guess you have all seen the wechat application you know uh, if you go to the wechat application they have almost everything built into it everything crammed into a single thing so user experience of that application is way poor than any application you may use that's why uh, the feature overload is a major concern for every developer and the client and the user as well because uh, if you are building a huge feature the application size will increase uh you don't the user of your the user of yours may not have a high end smartphone or high end uh, device to work with that software so you need to be concerned on that part as well so that's the program a problem actually looks in the real world in the programming when you do and uh, uh, that's why it's very much necessary to <laughs> build your uh, how to optimize things to know how how to do all these things and all these things come with experience but they start with dsa that's why dsa is so important yeah, yeah. now uh, let's move on to the next thing when to ask for help now it's a very uh, trivial question it may seem a very trivial question but it's a very major problem in any kind of industry uh we tend not to ask for help uh, even when we are in dire need for it uh because we see it as like uh, we are not experienced enough uh, the someone who we are asking for help may think of us as like uh, we are not qualified enough but uh, it's okay like uh, we grow uh, when we work we uh, ask we encounter many kind of questions and we may not be able to get the uh, answer to each and every one of them uh, so when you have searched enough when you have uh, uh, invested your time uh, in a good way uh, to search for all these questions that you are facing and then also you are not able to get answers to them then it's a it's uh, a good idea to ask uh, to someone who uh, you think probably knows the answer to them they would be able yeah. to explain to you uh, in a very good manner yeah yeah i agree with you lakshya on that front uh, this mistake is majorly made by the beginners in this uh, programming field 
we uh, am and lakshiv we both were guilty of this uh, you know uh, it doesn't also mean that you need to ask every single uh, question you came into your mind no uh, when to ask for help is the main thing is that if you encounter any problem try to google it first of all google is your best friend friend think google as your best friend if you encounter any single problem try to google it if you can find the solution on google you don't have uh, you don't need your help for others if you cannot able to find it on google then ask for help because if you ask for help from uh, for every single problem uh, the other person may get annoyed yeah the senior developers may get annoyed so the, this is a thing which you can carry uh, because senior developer may think that for a junior developer and these things actually uh, we faced in when we started our uh, working with the clients and all the other journeys when we started uh, me and lakshya faced this issue particularly because uh, when we started we don't know about in, anything much about in the field so when we asked the stupid questions with our seniors they just say hey, google uh, do it google google kar uh, search it on google so <laughs> yeah and yeah. like it goes on both the ways uh, i mean in some cases you would be asking uh, the questions that are uh, very much readily available on the google you shouldn't do that like you should invest your time if you're facing something that you should invest your time on uh, how to uh, like find the questions how to find the answers to those questions because it's not like uh, you're wasting your time you are building a very essential skill and that's how to find answers to the questions as i said like uh, previously an expert may not know the answer to each and every question but an expert would know how to find the answers to the questions so it's a very essential skills and uh, you would uh, not be able to build all those skills when you are just readily asking someone uh, for each and every questions that you encounter on the other hand uh, if you are not a- you have invested a lot of time into finding the questions on internet uh, answers to the questions on internet and still you are able to fi- uh, find it then it's a very good idea to ask uh, your seniors uh, i mean uh, they would be very much readily uh, able to help uh, they themselves were in such kind of place uh, when they were beginners so yeah most of them would understand it and uh, from our experience uh, everyone uh, we, from which we are working with or in the developer community is helping uh, is very helping helpful to every developer who is beginner into this journey they help and they try to make sure that uh, they can give back to the community as well so uh, even we are also trying our best to give back to the community that's why we started this uh, software central podcast so that we can share our experiences which we face as a developer in the in our journey yeah and like i myself was the guilty of not asking questions like when i did the internship uh, i was working with the uh, the framework that i hadn't worked before or i hadn't learned before so it was very difficult for me to uh, complete the tasks uh, on time so uh, i didn't used to ask the questions that i was facing uh, and was unable to find the solutions uh, and uh, that delayed the task uh, <laughs> very much so uh, when i asked to like my manager my seniors uh, so that's when that's the exact advice that they gave to me that whenever you find any kind of a uh, problem and you're not able to find a solution to it just ask it helps you and team as well yeah yeah 
because uh, in real world you are working on a project and your project can be uh, delivered in very short period of time because uh, market is very competitive in real world everyone is trying to beat and gain new business new customers and if you uh, who reaches first will get the most custom uh, user base in art field so the time is key also so here you don't waste time on finding every single query by yourself try to make it as whole if you are working with team then it's a very good thing and if you have more experienced developers ask them questions it doesn't uh, it don't feel shy while asking questions it's one of the most important and crucial thing for learning as well and for as being a good developer we still uh, we are now getting um, intermediate developers we don't think as our experts developers to ourselves or me and lakshay but we yeah, still we, face we any issue learning, yeah. yeah if we face still any issues we uh, try to uh, communicate with our friends and colleagues and uh, even ask with our seniors it may sound like sometimes stupid questions but yeah they help us so yeah. it doesn't matter just ask asking is not a good it's not a bad thing it's re- it's really a good thing but uh, don't ask too many stupid questions <laughs> yeah <laughs> so now let's move on to uh, the last topic of this part of the three part series uh the communication breakdowns communication breakdowns are very common like uh, it's not uh, again it's something that uh, uh, seems to many people as not a very big thing it's a trivial problem but it becomes a very tri- uh, very big problem when you are not able to communicate with your clients or your managers properly because you may be working on some feature uh, that you have interpreted uh, in some other way uh, than your uh, than the client that uh, you working for so it's very important to not have communication background uh, breakdowns so it's also a very a great skill that comes with experience how to communicate with the client with someone who doesn't have any kind of technical background and uh, how to uh, come to a single point where you and uh, them both are agreeing to a single thing yeah yeah uh, basically uh, th- i'm guilty of this one too as well because what happen is uh, i consider myself as a one man army i can do anything i um uh, my hands in all the stacks right now um front end back end full stack uh, devops so uh, i consider myself and while working with team i sometimes may uh, feel that i am i'm the breakdown in the communication i don't communicate well enough with the team so this is one of my flaws which i'm thinking is i'm working on it actually because uh, your team is working is your team is here to help you it's not on you, all of you to uh, build a particular project from scratch to up no it's not your particular job it's your team as well who is there to help you with that project they have also working on this project maybe are working on a startup you making a dream come true so that they, your team is there it's, it's uh, is their dream to to make that startup or that idea to came into life your feature which you are working for uh, many time you know one or two months so uh, that things matters a lot so you communication is one of the key in the software development industry your soft skills matter a lot in this because uh, sometimes you need to mail people don't know how to mail right now uh, how to communicate in emails perfectly so there's a good uh, youtube channel of jeff su 
I have uh, watched it a lot of times. So he shared his uh, very good, uh, honest experiences. He's a product manager, I think, in Google. So he shares his experience how to mail, how to use Gmail perfectly. So these kind of stuff actually make a lot of uh, benefits in your life as well as others. Uh, and the product development cycle makes it very short period of time. So it also yeah. helps you to clear your backlogs. Yeah, and uh, like communicating with the team that you're working with also builds the trust between uh, each other. So if you are pushing some, for example, some code on GitHub, then they would uh, be able to, uh, they would have the surety that this code uh, would not have some major issues in it. So it's very important to uh, uh, increase your communication skills for building the trust between your teams as well. Yeah, yeah don't be arrogant just help others and help yourself to help them because if you help yourself by not being arrogant and asking questions and communicating with them with problems you are facing actually might uh, there might be a possibility that that uh, person or the team will help you able to find the solution so please uh, communication is very important while working in software industry yeah so yeah so let's end this episode right here uh yeah, yeah. guys so we are uh, tuned up for more information say stay tuned here uh there's a as we uh lecture earlier stated that's a three-part series uh so this is the first part when we'll be bringing a second and the third part very soon of this series uh the main the, the release date of this series will be on wednesday and saturday we are hopefully will be going to launch it on time and stay connected with us on linkedin and twitter so you can follow up with uh, the stay connected with on uh, these platforms so you can get the instant updates when we are going to hit the new episodes and uh, please follow us on the linkedin twitter and everywhere else links i will be mentioned below in the descriptions yeah also join our discord community we'll be uh, sharing many other experiences many other quick bits in there as well so yeah, yeah we also be helping we'll be sharing so many things we have planned so much for the discord community as well we'll be sharing uh, uh, dsa uh, we'll be making some competitions with dsa questions we'll be sharing some material how you can study a good benefit materials the channels which we mentioned, uh, the sources from which we have studied, which uh, we uh, used to collect from uh, the research we have done for our podcast, which we uh, all be linked on the Discord channel. You can find all that on Discord channels as soon as. Yeah, so stay tuned, guys. Meet you in the next episode. Goodbye. Bye.